Welcome to Geeksploration, the podcast where the only record I hold is most times my parents have been disappointed in one of their children. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. Grab your joysticks, empty your piss jugs. We're talking video game world records with Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. All right, here we go. We've got a a first for uh, for this show. Here we've got a couple of guest stars on. We are we are crossing over with the uh, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games podcast. They are, believe it or not, out of uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got Willie and Ginger. Yeah, why don't you guys uh, tell everyone what your podcast is so they can go listen to it? Yeah, my name is Willie. I'm Ginger. And our podcast is about beer and video games. Yep, every week we review a beer or cider or liquor, some kind of adult beverage. Then we talk about a game we played. Then we recommend other podcasts, usually podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's what I found uh, in in the recommendations. Like I had heard up top before uh, a while back before I checked out the show that uh, that it was sort of like, oh, you can recommend anything you want. And then as I was listening, I was like, oh, it's mostly podcasts. So I. <laughs> I better I better I better gear myself up. I won't be like, oh, I recommend grilled cheese sandwiches. That's okay. <laughs> if you don't know about the grilled cheese sandwich, then uh then you're living your life wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great grilled cheese recently with uh bacon and tomato on it. Oh that yeah. Was yummy. What's nice. your uh, what's your cheese choice? That was made with American and Colby Jack. Oh, there you go. I like to mix it up. A little sophistication with some good melty. With some good old I American trashiness. <laughs> <laughs> I just had one with Munster and white cheddar, Ooh. but it was a little pretentious and undercooked <laughs> at a local restaurant. Well, yeah, ch- cheddar doesn't get melty enough. Yeah. They just didn't even cook it enough either, but I was hungry, so I just ate it. <laughs> Man, I almost got some Munster cheese the other day, and now I wish I would have. Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, it's my favorite. I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm, in, a, I'm in the mood for a grilled cheese. So uh, here we're talking about grilled cheese with the uh, with the Grand Rapidians <laughs> podcast. No, so um, so we're talking uh, video game records, so uh, or world records. So you you both have the distinction, as well as your your other uh, regular host Simon, as uh, holding or or having held uh, video game world records. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Ginger and I both still hold some, and we also hold some co op world records. Oh, but nice. all of Simon's have been knocked down. Oh, <laughs> that's why we didn't have him on. <laughs> current, current record holders only. Um, so what? Uh, why don't you uh, you both take turns uh, letting us know what uh, what games you have uh, you have records in? Okay, yeah, Ginger, do you have one that you want to tell us about? Well, I know my most like I guess proud one that I am is the one that made it into the Guinness World Record books. The first one on the Tetris page, and it was a really bad score. Oh no! <laughs> but but I'm on the Tetris page. Um, it was for Tetris on the DS. Yep. But I watched it. Someone take it down. Oh. It's fine. I didn't really care. She got the world record because she was the first one to submit. She was just like, "Hey, nobody submitted anything, so I'm gonna <laughs> submit my little score." It was like fifty eight thousand. Yeah, I mean it. It is probably better than I've ever done. <laughs> I, I love me some Tetris, but uh, 
You know, I, I, I'm definitely not setting any records. I'm just getting weird Tetris fever dreams when I go to sleep at night after playing it so much. <laughs> it's a harder game. Tetris is one of those games for me that I've always wanted to be better at than yeah. I am. Because I love it. Like yeah. pinball. Like, I love Same. pinball. I yep. am so shit at yeah. pinball, though. Like, I really want to be good at pinball, but uh, I'm not. Well, <laughs> it's kind of chance as well with pinball, because you can have a like a better pinball machine that doesn't have as much of an angle and the paddles are bigger or you can just have one that has no what is it ball save <laughs> yeah. at all so it's just a quarter eater yeah i, I mean i'm bad on all of them <laughs> it's, it, the problem is not the machine with me <laughs> and eye coordination yeah <laughs> I can't I can't get uh, get introspective enough with that. I always just assume that they're that they're rigging their pinball machines to have magnets and shit that throw the ball off. <laughs> it's certainly not my fault. <laughs> what are uh, what are some That's other so records funny. you hold, Ginger? I oh man. <laughs> I have some of our co op scores pulled up right now on the Twin Galaxies website. Oh yeah. For, uh, yeah, in Wii Will Sports the Resort. Rescue. There's a mode where you co-op canoe you're both in the same canoe together and we currently hold the world record for that as a team no <laughs> shit relationship yeah. goals right 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 because <laughs> yeah for for our listeners you you two are married correct correct yes we are man if only i could i could get in on oh wait no maybe i shouldn't say that out loud angelina might uh <laughs> might get a little upset cause she she wants to play games with me more often i get frustrated yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, there there's a lot of good Nintendo games that uh, two player can play. Geometry Wars Galaxy, that's yeah. another DS one that was pretty fun, and I think I have some world records in that still. There was also a co-op mode in one of them. I think it was the Wii version. I think we set some co-op records for that. Man, I I wish I could get to the point where I had so many records that that I was like, ah, I think we set some records on there. <laughs> <laughs> How do you go about setting them? Like, what is the process? Because like I was looking at some of them last night, and uh, like I saw the one for the longest MMO marathon, which was pretty good. It was like thirty two hours. Oh, uh, by Ian Holmes playing um, World of Warcraft, of course. But I'm pretty sure I'd done pretty damn close to that on Final Fantasy, but I was just a schlub sitting in his living room and uh, neglecting sleep terribly. That kind of record is tracked by uh, Guinness, and usually for Guinness you have to pay a certain fee. Um, sometimes you can have a referee or employee of Guinness come to verify it. Otherwise, I'm not sure exactly how they work. But all of our world records were set through Twin Galaxies, and Twin Galaxies... Yeah, they're recognized by Guinness, and they use Guinness uses Twin Galaxies scores in the gamers' books. Now, the the only reason I know about Twin Galaxies, so I guess I'll I'll get your your takes on this, is from that uh that that documentary, of course, King of Kong. Yep. <laughs> uh, what, I knew it. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, of course. I'm curious <laughs> what actual uh, uh, world record holders and setters feel about about that movie and the representation, and you know, like just is. What? How do you, I'm curious how how you feel about people as well, like like Billy Mitchell, who are clearly painted out to be the asshole. And I'm curious <laughs> if if, uh, if you know if they just did him wrong. They did play up a lot of his uh, like more negative um, personality traits in that movie. It's not really fair to Billy Mitchell. Okay. Yeah, I've never met him personally, but when we've held a couple um, championship like 
just to get people contact, like get people to come in with the contest. He made us some hot sauce. It oh. was pretty good. Well, that makes him a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Right there. yeah, I was. A, it wasn't laced yeah, with anything. Back in the day, I was a referee for Twin Galaxies, a volunteer referee. And so I held a, oh, a awesome. couple events in Grand Rapids, a Nintendo DS championship, and a Nintendo Wii shootout. And he he and Walter Day autographed a series of posters for each of them. Billy sent us a case of hot sauce that we could give away as prizes <laughs> for each of them. Yeah, so they supported us. Was it Donkey Kong themed? Mostly Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, he fought hard to keep his Donkey Kong world record, which I don't think he has it anymore. I think they stripped him of all his records because yeah, of that's right, they everything. did. Yeah, there was there was some recent controversy, right? It's been ongoing, I, I mean, think. Maybe not. Yeah, I almost forgot about that. They uh found evidence on the videotape that he used yeah. uh Mame emulation instead of the original arcade That's board. That's right. And so they stripped him of every single world record because he was found to be cheating on that one. And wasn't it the other guy who Woof. was also a ref stripped of his as well? Yeah, Todd Rogers yeah. was the one who officiated the cheat Donkey Kong score. Oh, shit. Yeah, was, even though that movie portrays him, you know, doesn't give him a fair shake, and he still has been shown to cheat on certain scores. <laughs> Todd Rogers also she cheated on the uh, drag race for Atari 2600 and got a time that's physically impossible even with a tool oh, assisted yeah, speed yeah if, if you're gonna cheat you better uh, you better not go just don't I, you know, get be, caught be like uh, trying to tell people that I had a girlfriend I'm like oh yeah it's uh it's a uh, fucking Beyonce or some shit like oh yeah when when I was Beyonce last night no big deal I beat Super Mario Brothers in four <laughs> right. seconds yeah, yeah. <laughs> like come on man make it believable. Now, as uh, as real life world record holders, is is it is it something like like where where it's like, oh, look, here comes the common man to talk to you about. And of course, they're going to bring up King of Kong. Like, is it something that you roll your eyes at with, with the general public? Because that's that's what we no. I mean, you know, that that's that's our exposure. Not at all. Yeah, it doesn't seem to come up that often in casual conversation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't get recognized walking no, down the streets. No. Thank goodness. <laughs> So with the MAME thing, like it, it, it's basically you have to achieve the records on the original hardware, right? They're or track, MAME. You, you're not allowed to use emulations, or do they have like separate dirty emulator? They're, yeah, they're all tracked separately. So if you want to set the Donkey Kong Country or the Donkey Kong arcade record, then you need to do it on an original machine with the original board. But Donkey Kong MAME is tracked separately. Interesting. So you can get the MAME world record. Is that just because it does? It may not run exactly the same, so they just want the playing field to be level. Yep, there's lots of differences in the the speed the hardware runs. They even track um, NTSC and PAL separately. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess they would render slightly differently, and that could affect. Per- um, some of the records seem like they're down to like milliseconds on like speed runs and stuff. So right, especially for speed runs when a game runs 50 frames per second versus 60 frames per second. And on those old NES games, they w- the video game would run the same amount of frames, but it would just be slowed down if you're in Europe in the PAL region. So that completely affects the the times for speedruns. Now, do you do you two uh, hold records in speedruns? Is that is that your thing at all? <laughs> I am not interested. I don't. I think you may have one, right? Will? Yeah, most of the stuff we went for was high score stuff. Like yeah, my cooking I'm mono world records. 
with our co-op Guitar Hero and Oni Chanbara Bikini Zombie Slayer records. There was also another, like, Zombie Panic in Wonderland we used to play two-player as well. That was the game I was trying to think of a few episodes oh, yeah. ago. And I want to get that for the Switch. That's a fun one. So so does any game, any game ostensibly could qualify for a world record of some right, correct? Yep. Yeah. So I could be a world record holder. I just got to find like the shittiest game that no one cares about <laughs> and play it a bunch. Exactly. <laughs> Call up Guinness. <laughs> yeah. you, you got your, your, your you got a, a 800 point score. I, I was watching something that, last night on it and there is a dude that has like the high score in E.T. And he yeah. spent like nine hours getting the highest score in E.T. I don't think I have it in me to play E.T. for Atari <gasps> for nine God, freaking no, hours. Not so for that awful. long. There's oh. other stuff out there. One of the reasons I became a ref is because I'm into like weird, quirky, unpopular games and stuff like that. So when I found out about Twin Galaxies, I'd always wanted to be in the Guinness Book. And every game I went to look up that I was good at, that I thought I might have a chance at, wasn't in the database. Oh, shit. I started emailing Walter Day, who was in charge at the time. Be like, hey, here's how you can add Super Monkey Ball and the six different mini games on it. Then the next day, I'd email him about a different old game I had. And <laughs> after about two weeks, he said, "Hey, do you want to join us as a referee? And then you can set these all up yourself." Nice. Yeah. Is there a conflict of interest if you set the game up yourself and then uh, are the record holder? No, there's no conflict of interest. I have to have. I guess as long as it's verified, right? Everything that I set, I had to record and send to another referee to have verified. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so you guys basically, so, like, would you, like, take, like, VHS tapes and, like, record yourself playing on an Atari and then, or on, like, an NES and send it in? Our two-player, we had to. Yeah, and all of mine. Yeah, we'd use uh, VCR, and we had a procedure where you have to, you have to start recording with the console off. You turn the console on and record the whole process. That way it would ensure that nobody was using, like, a Game Genie you got to see all the menus to make sure nobody was inputting any codes or anything like that. How, how could you tell for stuff like the Contra code or something where, like, there isn't any on-screen... I mean, other than you have 30 lives, but, like, there's codes where there isn't any, like, on-screen tell where you might be putting a cheat code in. Every game would have... Uh, the referees would have a rule set they could look at and notes of stuff that they need to look for if there's possibilities like that. Yeah, I, I seem to remember from the documentary, like, like there were, there's just some, like, some, like, little glitch or, like, or, like, a, the way something ran differently, where, like, like they, they can check out those minute little details and be like, oh, no, fuck no. Like, that's probably how they caught, caught Billy Mitchell, I imagine, but. Yeah, they're like, those 10 pixels are off. Yeah, yeah, or, like, this thing ran a little, I don't know, never mind. I'm, I'm sitting here speaking as if I'm an authority when we've got authorities <laughs> on the show with us. <laughs> Yeah, most of the games didn't have stuff like that. Some of the more, the more prominent, the more famous games would have to be scrutinized more. But if somebody was trying to beat my score on Crash Boom Bang on Nintendo DS, you know, <laughs> nobody's going to cheat to beat that one. Crash Boom Bang, huh? <laughs> it looks like I've got a challenge. The coveted Crash Boom Bang record. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice to have almost your own personal ref, too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah. think a few people were pissy that Will would would just verify my records, but they had the chance to yeah. do the same thing. They did change that eventually after a oh, few yeah. years because they were pissed off because you were do you were just like verifying mine and there was no record of it. Yeah, so they made me start recording hers on VHS and send it off to 
which whatever i did that a few times yeah they 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 are interested in uh in the whole conflict of interest angle so that that's good at least they're they're on the up and up yeah yeah they did change that did you guys meet doing video game records or did you know were you an item before that oh uh, we knew each other before that yeah how big is grand rapids it's kind of big small it's like a big small town okay probably probably similar to sacramento i imagine I think Sacramento might be a little larger, but I would have to see, like, populations. Yeah. We're not in the top 100 biggest cities in the country. We're at, like, 120 or something like that. Yeah. Well, it's funny that that we we are in the capital of, what, like, the third largest economy in the world, which is California, but, like... When, when like pro sports teams come to Sacramento, they talk shit about all the yokels and how it's just a cow town because it's, it's really not a big city. Our, our skyline is not impressive. <laughs> I actually was really good friends with Will's sister and that's how we met. <laughs> wow. It, it, I almost feel like a creep, but I, but I, like my knee jerk reaction to that was going to be like, is that Evelyn? <laughs> only because no, I heard an episode that she was on. <laughs> I've got a bunch of sisters. Yeah, okay. he has three sisters. Oh, uh, okay, me too. I, I know <laughs> I know that story well. So with uh with records, I was noticing there seems to be like at least three main types. There's the, like the marathons, the speed runs, and the high scores. It sounds like you guys were mostly high score yes. getters. Yeah, mostly. Like a, a lot of games these days don't have any sort of scoring mechanism like back in the atari days everything had scores like they did the the points didn't make any sense but you got them yep but every game has an ending so every game can be set up for a speed run do you guys like speed runs i i find them kind of fun to watch but uh horrifying as a gamer because i'm a i'm like a (laughs) neurotic super completist rpg guy and uh, so not exploring every nook and cranny and collecting every single item and getting everyone to their peak performance drives me insane. <laughs> I like RPGs more. Yeah, there's two different kinds of speed runs. There's any percent completion where you could just get to the end as fast as you can. And then there's 100% completion where you have to collect everything and go through every stage. Oh, jeez. Oh, so you can do the completionist speed run. Yeah, that that boggles my mind because even even just watching the uh, the any percent complete speed runs, like the 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 lengths that people go to to find little bits that'll make them just milliseconds faster, like to to try to do that on the same level, uh, but with with hundred percent completion, seems like it would be a lifelong endeavor. Yeah, I saw like the speed run for Final Fantasy VII was something like six hours. Oh, yeah, that's got to be at any percent. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's insane. I can't imagine blasting through that game in six hours. And I guess he said he put like a thousand hours in Ugh. to get everything, all of his stuff perfect enough to be able to pull that off. Yeah. Like, that's nuts. Well, Seppenroth is an easy boss. <laughs> <laughs> but that's definitely not taking on any of the like giant machines. The, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You got to be avoiding all the side quests, oh, yeah. skipping through all of your cutscenes. Yeah, like just maximizing your your items and what. I mean, I guess I can't speak speak like an expert for this either because I don't really play RPGs. So, well, I really like Final Fantasy, and Seven's one of my more favorites. And I'm trying to even think if it's not on the Switch or maybe a newer system, you can't just skip the scenes in the older one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah no i don't shit. think you could could you not in the older one 
That's got to be frustrating. You're sitting there like, oh, come on, there you go. <laughs> that's like <laughs> nothing you can do. An hour that, that, of the that's speed when you plan run. your pee breaks. <laughs> most of yeah. most of the uh, any percent completions allow you to use glitches. It depends on the rules for each game, and each yeah. game was set up by somebody who like knows it pretty much in and out. And so, if there's like a glitch where you can skip cutscenes or skip part of the game. If it's not allowed, they'll put it in the rules, but otherwise anything goes. Yeah, I've seen some videos of like Super Mario 64 where like they like they run and they like jump up against a wall a bunch of times and then they like fly through the wall and end up getting up to like the end of that part of the level immediately or something. Yeah, I think now you can skip right to uh, Bowser if you glitch it just right. Yeah, you have to like pick up some item and like run at a wall really fast and then jump sideways. And so it's more like it's instead of speed running, it's more like glitch you know, uh, glitch perfection. Glitch finding. I commend, I commend people who want to figure all of that out. I would just rather play the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it seems like you're just trying to exploit the 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 code rather than enjoy the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened to uh, the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time this year. People have figured out how to uh, mess with the code while in the game. So before even going through the Deku tree and fighting the first boss, they can just glitch straight to the credits. And because the game ends and it plays the end game, okay. it counts as a, as a completion. Down. That game down, because that game pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate that game. I don't think I ever beat Ocarina of Time. I know, I didn't. Oh, I didn't, I didn't play either angles. of the 64 ones, hardly at all. Those camera angles. Yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. Oh, fuck. Well, I was watching a video of a game, or maybe I was playing a game. I can't remember. Uh, just thinking about back in the days with those fixed cameras, like like the original Resident Evil or uh, or this this Batman game. It's just how god awful it was and how it was just okay for so many years for that for that to be a thing. Yeah, until the until they figured out 3D and where the camera should go. Yeah. The 64's got a lot of that. Yeah. Yes. A lot of really wonky fucking cameras. It does. Well, Ugh. now now going back to um to competitions, Willie. Um do do you still set up uh those competitions in Grand Rapids or do you ever travel to other competitions to ref? Um I don't. I haven't in a while. Twin Galaxies changed hands a few times when I was a ref. Uh Walter Day sold it and I stayed on for a little while, but I ended up leaving. Was uh was Walter the referee shirt man? Yeah, he was the guy with the gray beard, always wearing a yeah. referee shirt. Yeah, super nice dude. He seemed uh, he seemed great, and like like they they put him in the uh or or at least uh an homage to him in the Wreck It Ralph movies, right? Yes, in the arcade. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay. He's still involved. He's still kind of a spokesperson. Now, do the do the two of you like to um enter competitions like that to to set more records or um yeah are are your record setting days behind you yeah i think they're behind us <laughs> yeah for the most part it's behind us i was on a local pinball league uh a year or two ago i was just uh That's i awesome. was a sub when somebody couldn't make it to a team and yeah there's people who are a lot better at pinball than i am <laughs> I, I love that that exists. Like a pinball league. Can you imagine? Like we, we've got a couple, uh, arcade, like barcade rooms around here, but, but nothing, nothing huge. But I, I know over in, uh, it's either Oakland or Berkeley. There's like a pinball museum that you can, uh, you just pay a flat rate and it's free play and it's, it's fucking oh. great. That sounds like the one in Vegas as well. There's yeah. the pinball hall of fame there. Oh man, I was just in Vegas. I didn't even know it's that. It's right <laughs> off the strip. 
we went there and got married and we had to go there. <laughs> yeah, they have like 200 different pinball machines. So many. Awesome. Oh, man. It's so cool. They had one that was like a one of a kind squirrel nut. I forget the name of the game. Weird. Yeah. Squirrel nut beard? Squirrel nut beard? <laughs> <laughs> I forget the name of it, but it was like squirrel themed, nut themed. Oh, it was cool. a prototype that Bailey only ever made one of. Do you two, uh, do you, do you have a favorite pinball game? Like when, when you think of like the the most fun you ever had in an arcade playing pinball, like what's, what's your one machine? Like I know I've got mine, but medieval madness. Yeah. So good. I kind of like the Mars attacks. Is it, what's the one with the spaceship in the middle? Yep. Martian or Mars? No, it's Mars attacks. Okay. I always liked the T2 one also. Oh yeah. T2 was fun. It had like, it didn't have the gun for the, for the plunger. Oh yeah. My, my favorite was always monster bash. That's I a loved good one. me yep. some. Monster they have one Bash. of those at the pyramid scheme here, where we play pinball. Awesome. One of the the my favorite more modern ones though. There was a Wizard of Oz table that was awesome. Oh yeah, came out yeah. within like the last ten years. It's fairly recent. Last time I played pinball, it was the Iron Maiden pinball machine, <laughs> and I had no fucking idea what was going on at all. I had so many. Like there was like it, like it had like an LED screen that would like tell you to do all these different things and. It just kept changing, and, was, and I was like, I have no clue what I'm supposed to be doing Just now. hit it's the ball. The- and that game is really fast, too. The Iron Maiden and the Metallica ones are both pretty tough. I was doing the same thing I always do. Hit ball, make not fall down <laughs> hole. Yeah. Uh, hope something cool happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, it kept telling me to do stuff, and I'm like, I don't I don't know what that is. Yeah. You Shoot the left really, lane. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed yeah, to do that? Like, the ball's at the top, and I don't know where it's going to come down. Yeah. No, it'd be like, yeah, it'd be like. I yeah spell Eddie or something. I'm like looking around like I don't even see any letters. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't even know how to spell Eddie. <laughs> but it looked really cool. Yeah. yeah. So how many how many world records do you think you two have set? At one what point, I held about two thousand world records. Well, Ginger and I held. Holy well, shit! Ginger and I held about a thousand co-op world this records. Dude. this dude the amount of times he would re-record over vhs tapes Uh all you'd have to do is put a like a new piece of electric tape over it and you could re-record oh yeah i remember doing that when i was a kid i Mm -hmm. i I took my sister's some movie (laughs) that she liked and i needed to record something was really important on tv so yeah you tape over that little tab that was Mm -hmm. broken off stick it in there and now it's something else she was pissed. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, I would go to Goodwill and buy like eight copies of Titanic on VHS because that came on two tapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'd get twice yep. as many tapes to record over. Yeah. yeah, get Titanic and Sound of Music. Hit up like all the thrift stores. He'd but, say, yeah, we, check for more VHS tapes. <laughs> but I'd go through on a game like uh, Pack and Roll where it tracks a high score for each stage. And that's how it was set up to track. So in that one game, I could go and play like 30 different stages and set 30 different high scores. Oh, shit. Yeah, just racking up those scores. Yeah. Uh, like Boom Blocks, Boom Blocks oh, Bash yeah. Party and the original Boom Blocks games. Those were probably close to 100 records on each of those because all the different stages that you can oh, track wow. the high yep. score for. Oh, that's a really fun game. Now, do do you have just like boxes and boxes of VHS tapes, or did you did you toss them? Or, or how precious are they to you? Um, I do have a couple boxes up in the attics, up in the attic of stuff that uh, people would send me. I don't know. They did a call out to get those back a while back, 
And well, I don't know what ever happened. They're to verified. Yeah. They're all verified. But I guess he wanted the tapes back. And yeah, nostalgia. We lost him in some kind of whatever social media <laughs> move or. But they're all verified. We're not oh, just hanging no. into tapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That aren't verified. But yeah, he wants to like show them to his kids. Be like, I, I swear I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, There's my name. <laughs> Look, I played. I got the fastest time on this Monaco GP Game Boy game <laughs> on the desert course. <laughs> For stuff like Game Boy, how do you would you like set a camera up on the Game Boy? Because there was no there was no video out on a game. You could always play it through the Super Game Boy. Oh, that's and right. for Game Boy Advance, there was that GameCube Game Boy Advance player that attached to the bottom. Yeah. So you could record through the VCR with those. For everything I said on Nintendo DS, I actually used a Hi8 camcorder and recorded it onto Hi8 Wild. tapes. Then I transferred the gameplay to uh, VHS through the VCR. I would hold that a couple times for him. <laughs> a couple times. You're... you're, you're- you're, uh, you're very supportive. I don't know if I could do that. A few times I was like, are you like at the score yet, man? <laughs> or the hardest sometimes one, just fun to watch. Yeah, the hardest one to do was WarioWare Twisted on Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. you, you have to move around all yeah, sorts, Yeah, you got to right? move the whole console. <laughs> so that one I needed Ginger to film for me. Over, over my shoulder <laughs> while I'm moving the Game Boy. You like rig like a rig a GoPro to a little arm sticking off of it or <laughs> yeah. something. Um, now, is there a world record that you guys have set, um, either together or individually or both, that you are most proud of? Ginger talked about her Tetris score already. She's proud of that one because it yeah. <laughs> got published. <laughs> For a two-player, at one point we held the world record on the game Death Race. And you can play two players at the same time. So there's a chorus for co-op. And it combines the two players' scores of how many gremlins they run over. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I see people crossing the road and I still go 10 points. (laughs) But yeah, Death Race was an awesome uh, arcade machine. Very simple arcade. You had a gas pedal that you press with your foot by the floor and steer with a steering wheel. Kind of top-down radio control car. Very simple, like two-bit Atari graphics. And you're just two cars, and you hit as many people as you can. And then when you hit the people, it was the most obnoxious, like, squ- like not a scream, but just a really loud pitch sound. Yeah, yeah, like like Atari <laughs> sound. It was obnoxious. You have about 60 seconds to run over as many people as you can. It was originally going to be based on the Death Race 2000 <laughs> movie, but... <laughs> The, they didn't want it to be running over people, so they changed them to gremlin, gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> Which just made them green instead of human No, color. they didn't change anything about the graphics. They just changed it what they were called. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Oh. Well, they, uh, yeah, I love how they say video games are so violent now. They're just more graphically violent. Like, that you had that in the, I remember the old Atari Texas Chainsaw Massacre game where your like, <laughs> point of the game was to literally... Saw little girls yeah. in half, or Chiller. That's <laughs> yeah. That's one of my other favorite arcade machines. Chiller, the actual arcade machine with the gun. Oh awesome. yeah, w- was that the one that w- yeah, it was sort of like a Lethal Enforcers era? Um, kind of. It's it doesn't move. It's just a shooting gallery. But Ginger, do you want to oh. describe it yeah. a little bit? <laughs> it has two torture room scenes. 
and then one graveyard scene, and then, like, a dungeon scene, and it's just, you have to hit per, like, certain points of it, bats flying, this person's arm. There's, like, somebody on a <laughs> rack, funny. and you shoot them and yeah. dismember them and make them all bloody. And- or get them stretched out or head crushed. It's just... Really bad graphics, oh, awesome. very violent, but a great arcade machine. <laughs> I want to play that so bad. And I have a feeling in in today's world that one isn't being uh being shipped around very much. I, I don't I don't Probably know. Not. Uh, it's not going to show up as often as your your even your House of the Dead's from back. It's a there. hard one to find. If you're ever in New Hampshire at Fun Spot, they have one there. That's where I played it. We should take a uh, arcade tour. Have you have you two ever done anything like that? Yeah, we went to Fun Spot a few times. There's one in Chicago we need to get to that we just found out is like a $20 fee and it's all free play. Galloping Ghosts, and they say they're bigger than Fun Spot, which was the world's largest arcade. They go back and forth. They both argue over it. <laughs> How many machines do they have at Ballpark, do you know? Over 500. Oh, I'd pay 20 bucks for that. Yeah, That'd for sure. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And... How many did Fun Spot have that had, you know, four or five hundred arcade Something and pinball like machines? Well, Plus two restaurants, a bingo hall, yes. a bowling alley, indoor mini golf. Uh, they serve beer there, I presume? Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so Fun Spot has three <laughs> levels in the mountain town. The top level is more like old school arcade. They have also the largest pinball machine, Hercules, there. The largest... Uh, what a production pinball machine. Yes. They use like huge. a they used a pool ball cue ball instead of a little <laughs> pinball. What? Yeah. yeah. The fun. plungers like shake the floor. <laughs> so do the paddles. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But then they have like probably oh, so many pinball machines. Not like the pinball museum in Vegas. But there was some there that I I was like, what is this arcade machine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I would love to go to an arcade like that because they got like Dave and Buster's, but Dave and Buster's is such garbage. Oh, it's trash. Right. There's it's nothing hit or good miss. there. Well, in California, it's miss. I remember we were in San Diego or something, and uh, we found one Street Fighter Two machine like tucked back in the corner behind. Yeah, that, that was in the, Orange County by the by the toilets. And that was the only place you could find it. They did have a pretty cool new version of Centipede when I was there last. And it's hmm. Three player Centipede. Yeah, yeah, like, with the giant screen. Yeah, cubist kind of with a boss every three or four stages. Yeah, that's great. And and have you guys seen the uh, the four player competitive pong that they have now? <laughs> yeah, well, okay, I have so, with the physical square that bounces around. Yeah, like like you 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 have a dial that you spin to move your paddle, but it's it's an actual like physical. Oh, that's cool. Cubic rectangle, or I mean. Three-dimensional rectangle. Next time you go, tell Cube? me when you're going. It looks cool, but that Pong thing I played with my son, Albert, and it was kind of a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it looks cooler than it actually is. Yeah, I saw like a giant new Space Invaders where he has like two people and you've got like a, a gun essentially that you shoot at him. That was actually Oh, yeah, fun. that Space Invaders yeah. is awesome. And there's also the world's largest Pac-Man yeah. on that same like six-foot screen. Awesome. Yeah, when I, the one in Reno that or in uh, South Lake Tahoe that I went to recently had like a competitive Pac-Man where yeah. you're all on one screen at the same time and four people play to try and get the highest score. Yeah, then the power pellets let yeah. you eat the other Pac-Mans too on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, for one player records that I'm proud of or wanted to set, I had always wanted to go for a speed run on Earthbound, but I never managed to get it all in one in one go all the way through. I had a plan where you can, I forget if it was like the fifth or sixth boss, and I managed to accidentally beat that boss first. And then when I went back and did the other bosses, they were easier and it went a lot quicker. Ah. But it took a little bit of luck, and I never managed to pull off that run. Oh, you mentioned that that your uh, your record setting days are kind of behind you. But do you have aspirations of any certain games or records that you that you want to get or or recapture? Sounds like uh, yeah. I would really <laughs> like to recapture my hula hoop one. I tried, and it was painful. <laughs> Wait, is that is that a, is that like a, like a physical hula hoop or is there a video game hula hoop that I don't know Wii about? It was the Wii Sports. Wii Fit was, or Wii Fit. Oh, that's what it was. Where you stand the on three. the balance board. Yeah, it was the minute hula hoop, right? I had like three hundred and one spins or some shit like that, and someone took it by ten something, <laughs> and I tried and got close. No cigar. How, how sore are you at the end of like a session of that? Like, where does it where does it hurt? Abs. <laughs> what, yeah, one of the marathons I saw last night when I was looking at them, the longest video game marathon was uh, Carrie Swadecki spent a hundred and thirty eight and a half hours playing Just Dance. Fuck that. <laughs> that's a terrible game to go for the longest on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's ins- like I would. How do you not like, die? How's, bless yeah, your how's that soul, possible? girl, but ouch. I think they I think they give them breaks or something now they, because they'd have people to. like die. Yeah, yeah, you things. you couldn't you couldn't physically stand up and dance for that no. many hours. If you're going through Guinness, then they allow you like a 5 minute break per hour. With the Twin Galaxies rules when I was there, they didn't allow breaks. People submitting to Twin Galaxies would have to, you know, keep the game running constantly. But there was a guy who set a uh Asteroids world record straight to Guinness, and they allowed him to install a pause button. <laughs> oh, that's, nice. that's fucking yeah. trash. You're you're gonna set a world <laughs> record for for endurance and get five minutes off an hour. Fuck that. <laughs> no. Yeah, and it, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, like, what's next? Like for just ja- just dance, like you can do it on a chair. Well, they do the <laughs> yeah, same thing. Like if you go and set a world record for you know poga stick underwater for 27 hours they let you take those breaks for that kind i'm of gonna record beat too. that record <laughs> They're probably, yeah, i mean i get it that they don't want people dying but right I mean, yeah we don't need to hold your we for a we yeah i know yeah <laughs> I think let, that let's, was out let's, in see, let's see just how supportive you are <laughs> you better hold your we i would i would lose mm-hmm. i would purposely yeah, piss if, myself eventually eventually there is like a peak and and we can't we can't change rules just to allow people to keep setting records like it's not fair to the the people who did it in the first place right but for something like uh joust right verified uh score for mark sellers and he was going for the joust world record on the arcade machine for one quarter it would take about 72 to 84 hours on one quarter on one quarter that's a lot of VHS tapes too. Well, I verified it for him. I was there in right? person and verified oh, the board, wow. and then over a live stream, so I could like you know watch on my way home and watch when I was at home, so I didn't have to stay at his bar for the entire weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So he actually stood at the machine for seventy-two hours. He did. You can get up to two hundred and fifty-six guys in that game before it uh, bugs out and thinks you have zero. 
That's where the digit overflows at 256, just like Pac-Man. And so he would build up that is and earn free guys and have to count them in his head. And so when he was at about 250 guys, he could walk away for like five, 10 minutes and let the computer kill his guy over and over. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, okay, I can lose a guy every five seconds. So I can go over there. I got to take a leak, get back. I'll be down to like one. Yep, if I'm gone for 10 minutes, then I'll lose like 87 guys. So, <laughs> or, you know, whatever That's it works out nuts. to yeah, have a snack, take a pee. Yeah, well, and see that's awesome because he found out a, found a way to take a break within the mechanics of the game. Yeah, yeah we actually ran into him champion. out at Fun Spot because he was the owner of a uh, Hopcat here. That's a local bar, and I was pl- waiting when we were there for a competition. I was waiting behind a guy with a Hopcat shirt, and I was like, "Oh, that place is pretty cool." He turns around. He's like, I'm the owner. Do you like it? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I do. Sorry, guy. But yeah, he's a cool guy. He opened a brewery and a barcade and the pinball bar. He sold the pinball bar to somebody. Sounds but, like my kind of guy. Yeah. I think yeah. I'd get along well with him. <laughs> so what do, what do you guys think? Do you all want to take a little break here at Commercial? A uh, little promo for another podcast? Yeah. Sure. What you got? Let's check it out. Rising from the depths of a state called Michigan, two inebriated dorks prepare their plan for intergalactic domination. Mixing their extensive knowledge of geek culture with their insatiable thirst for alcohol, these two man-children bring you a show like you've never heard before. They will tell you tales from faraway lands and have you questioning their taste in beer. But make no mistake, friend, for the best coverage of your favorite comics, films, and TV shows, there's no better source for you to get your fix. So listen up, strap in, and prepare yourself as Jake and Tom conquer the world. Welcome back, everyone. Hey. Howdy. Welcome back. Um, so let's go into uh, some first impressions. Um, I guess we'll uh, we'll start with... Uh, oh, geez. What do we do? Guess first? How about you guys go first? All right. Benjamin, take it away. What's your first impression of uh, of records? Now, it wasn't world records, but I, I, I one of the things I do distinctly remember when I was maybe eight or nine, um, I can't remember which pizza place it was, but they had a Pac-Man cocktail table. And I went over, played me some Pac-Man, and then so it ended cool. and realized that I was number one on the Pac-Man machine. And I put my initials in and was super excited. There was like four empty slots still. They'd clearly just cleared the high scores on it recently. <laughs> <laughs> but I was still stoked because that was the first time I ever got number one on an arcade machine. And uh, I was still excited about it that I could put my name at the very top. Yeah. And I was young enough that I actually put my my actual name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. E-E-N. It's only three letters. <laughs> Nice. I guess that was before I got immature enough to change my standard name to Butt. <laughs> yeah. Similarly, you know, I I've certainly never set any world records. Like I'm 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 far too impatient and angry when I'm not doing well. You know, like I I don't have the patience I had when I was a child, uh, even to to set any sort of record. But you know, it was a similar thing. You know, the they they used to reset the arcade machines every night, so. 
you get in there, you know, if, if it hasn't been a particularly busy day or it's just been a bunch of little fucking kids uh, jamming on Street Fighter, then, uh, you know, I could I could do decently. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't even have a specific machine that I first remember doing that on. But similarly, you know, even though I've got a three letter name, I could I could put J-O-N in there very easily. But it was always P.N.S. <laughs> we are we're, we were. We were ahead of the uh, ahead of the curve. And we there. were very highbrow young men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, what about you, Willie? What do you do? You have a uh, a first world record uh, or first record impression? Yeah, or first impression of yeah, like when you first realized that was a thing? Or? Yeah, when I was young, like seven or eight, I got a copy of the Guinness Book of World Records, the old thick black and white one, yeah. kind of like a phone book. And I read through that whole thing. I was like, I want to set a world record. Which one can I do? So, yeah, like, tried to figure out if I could pogo jump underwater. Or there was a record for, like, the longest joke-telling marathon. And I had a collection of joke books. I was like, ooh, could I, could I read jokes for 72 hours straight? And how would I get that just, verified just by Just speak very slowly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember I had that same book because I remember I remember had like the little black and white picture of like the world's fattest twins and they're sitting there on their little yes. mini bikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the books now are kind of I don't know they don't feel the same to me because they're not like they're not like phone they're not like tomes with pages and pages of records they have like lots of pictures. They're coffee and stuff table in books. Them. Now. Yeah, they don't they don't feel. It's the not same. quite the reference book that it used to be. Yeah, it's like it, this was like a dictionary except all of the you know most fantastic things people had right. done and now it's like a magazine or something yeah yeah doesn't feel the same now what about you ginger do you have a uh, do you have your first impression of uh of world records or video game world records or set in one i was always happy to just beat my brother at a <laughs> actual fighting game <laughs> when i was younger it wasn't not it wasn't really a world record i mean Guinness World Record books were awesome. I guess growing out my nails as long as possible <laughs> when I was a kid. When I was a kid, now I'm like yeah. ew. I used to think I could do yeah. that one too. Hey, if I just stop cutting my fingernails now, I'll break this guy's record by the time I'm fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I wasn't really into like setting a record at a young age. Once Will started getting into it, then yeah, I was always just happy to beat someone who's better at me at this game and always own me. So when I beat them, it felt better. <laughs> so, so did you go back to like Thanksgiving and like rub it in your brother's face? Be like, Hey, <laughs> how many world records do you have? Nah, I don't need to rub anything <laughs> into that dude's face. He's probably feeling bad for himself. Yeah. Well, somewhere. It, 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 he's having one of those like Mr. Destiny or it's a wonderful life moments where like, if he had only beaten you in in Street Fighter that one day, his life would have been so much better. I never got to whoop his ass at uh, Soul Calibur. That's my favorite fighting game. Now, um, I I meant to ask earlier, uh, Ginger, when you were talking about setting that Guinness book or that Guinness World Record, um, I know at least with some records, like there there's a cash prize, isn't there? Did you get any sort of cash payout for it? <laughs> no. Oh, boo. it was just Guinness taking. What was it? Twin Galaxies yeah, we records. Were, Twin Galaxies is certified to um, certified by Guinness to uh, verify scores. So everything set for oh, Twin so Galaxies provide the information. was officially recognized by Guinness. And then eventually they put out a book. I think 2008 was the first year they did the Guinness Gamers Edition. I got to help proofread it before it came out. I caught a couple typos. That was pretty cool. 
and <laughs> that's when I saw my name, and I freaked out. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, that's cool. "Wait, that's... what? They use this <laughs> shitty score?" <laughs> but it was the only one at the time. I imagine they they picked and choose. They, like they like they only put some of the records in there, not the whole database. Yeah, yeah. for the gamers edition, the first you know like eighty percent of it was kind of like the newer Guinness books you're talking about, with lots of pictures and like different kind of stuff. But then at the end of the book, they do about 20, 30 pages of like the reference material, just high scores for different games on different oh, platforms. Cool. But awesome. yeah, it wasn't nearly enough room for all the scores. So every year they'd switch it up yeah, and feature different not. games. Yeah. Oh, the first couple editions, there were a lot of referee names that were repeated a lot. <laughs> so after the first two, they said, Hey, referees, we're going to limit you to two records in each book. So pick two that you like oh, and we'll print those for you. That makes so that sense. Was cool. There were a couple editions of the Guinness book where I got to pick which two scores I wanted to go into it. So you got your name all up through all up in those books. That's what he said. Well, it's in the back, in the back, <laughs> in the small print. There we go. We got one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about it. I, I, I should have planned a couple setups to, you know, like, like throw the <laughs> throw the line out there. And be like, huh. um, Take so, the bait. So, Ben, I know I know this. Uh, the the topic of video game world records is uh, is a bit obscure as far as uh, as far as pop culture go. Like, you know, for our next uh, bit about Your favorite use in pop culture. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you say. very much. Holy yeah. crap. Well, I don't know where my words went. <laughs> I didn't drink coffee or Red Bull or anything this morning. I thought I was going to come in fresh. Mm-hmm. So do you have a favorite use in pop culture, Ben? I was thinking about, I mean, the only thing I could really think of that uh, I did like a lot was the wizard. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so uh, I figure I'll pull that out first before you get a chance. <laughs> and uh, I think we talked about it a bunch in a previous episode. Yeah, probably probably, uh, probably the 8-bit yeah, episode. Bit, yeah, because the, the power glove. Yeah. Yeah, that was about uh, was a world a championship, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah the, they went and they had the, the debut of Super Mario Brothers three, and yeah, over at Universal Studios Hollywood, that was the first place I ever saw like behind the scenes of the the tram tour where you saw the bottom of King Kong, <laughs> and it was just like yeah. it was like a weird skirt looking thing. It was really it was really bizarre. It blew my mind. But yeah, they they uh, they somehow had a had a competition in a gas station against a trucker in Double Dragon. I. I I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I'm curious how they were actually scoring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how do you beat somebody in Double Dragon? But I guess there there is a point system, isn't there? It's been a long time since I played the Double Dragon Arcade, but that era, it wouldn't surprise me. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, there we go. We've already talked about it. Is there another one? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's King of Kong. (laughs) Oh, shit. What the fuck am I even saying? I Brain, why won't you work? No, because I honestly... Again, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the experts feel feel about uh about the portrayal of of uh, video game world record setting in that. But like that was that was a compelling documentary. That was my kind of documentary. You know, watching watching the journey of uh of Steve Wiebe. You know, the, the being portrayed as like the you know the, the Luke hero. Skywalker. Yeah, the the hometown hero just yeah. just wanting to beat this son of a bitch Billy Mitchell's uh, high scores and <laughs> and uh, there there's there's some controversy in there over uh, over what boards are being used and there's some heartbreak and I think I think he even loses the record. Uh, yeah, in the it's funny right after he gets it back. Right after that movie came out, um, this plastic surgeon from New York, Hank Chien, came in and he beat both Billy Mitchell and Steve Weep. 
<laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. Is he the dude that currently holds the record? Hank Chen. I don't yeah. know. It's gone back and forth a few times. I'm not sure who holds it right now. That's wild. And like actually being able to see the uh the level of dedication and endurance that it takes to figure these things out and to um get yourself into competing on a world level with a game as as popular as that yeah it, it, that's a great document i don't even know i have zero clue why because i clearly i i know of the documentary and i i've been talking about it but i still had wizard mm-hmm. in my head as my favorite <laughs> but clearly it's king of kong you have to watch that i will gladly yeah, watch that with you i do think that it's cool that that 40 years later that uh there's still people competing for high scores yeah on that game i wonder i wonder what the uh what the percentage of like kids doing that is like how many how how, how what is the youngest person that's trying to set a donkey kong world record they're probably too busy on tiktok or twitch yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is a middle-aged nerd <laughs> keep out kids. they're, they're <laughs> trying to get first place in Fortnite. yeah yeah right um now what what about you two do either of you have a yeah a piece <laughs> of pop culture about world record setting is uh there's a south park episode that is kind of a spoof on king of kong where i think it's kyle's dad or stan's dad had the world's record for the largest shit Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> and I was making fun of Billy Mitchell. <laughs> and so they were going oh, back and so forth. Great. Somebody tried to take the record. The world's largest piece of shit ended up being Sonny Bono, I think. <laughs> was yes. it Sonny Bono or, or was it, wasn't it uh, Bono oh, from yeah, that's it. Just Bono. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, poor Sonny Bono. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and that, that's when they would have him coming out of the out of the room going like, yeah, 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 yeah. Every time he entered the scene. Yeah. Oh, that was great. I totally forgot about that. What about you, Ginger? I I think I'll go with um, King of Kong. You know, yeah. it's... It's it's a good introduction to people who have competed, and it kind of throws you right in the middle of one of the biggest controversies. And what's better than, or for publicity, than some controversy? Mm-hmm. Upon that, I'm glad that there's more women representation now in video games, because back in the day, there just wasn't. Yeah, it was it was a it was a bunch of bunch of sweaty dudes playing, and like even even in King of Kong, like it's it's. I love my geeks, but there's nothing like some geek smell at a convention. <laughs> <laughs> like, just don't. <laughs> just, yeah, I, just, I, I, uh, just wash, please. <laughs> it's it's baffling. Like I've I've been to I've been to Comic Con a handful of times over the years, and and uh, you just hit these pockets where 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 it's like. What is happening here? Like, what the fuck is <laughs> these are all adults? Yeah, dude. Why, why do you not have a bar of soap or or a deodorant stick at home? And I I took uh, I took my girlfriend with me the last time we went, and it was her first time. She's extra sensitive to bo oh, smell. Oh no! And like, there were a couple times where we just like had to get off the floor. Oh yeah, like, she was gonna be sick. Oh yeah, there's there was one <laughs> in Pennsylvania in particular I can remember. And that was when I used to smoke cigarettes and I would go out extra to smoke extra cigarettes because I, I just couldn't anymore. <laughs> just yeah. rather like, just kill your sense of yes. smell. Yeah, exactly. So you go yeah. back in there. There was multiple times that I, I almost puked. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. 
Yeah. Can I please spray you <laughs> down and, with and a like hose? How, how do they not notice it? In fact, wow, I, I just remembered when we when we did our uh, our conventions episode, we 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 definitely <laughs> talked about this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh boy. It's a, it's, like, it's a reality. Well, I mean, how, how do they not notice? You get used to smells. I don't know why you would want to get used to that kind of a smell. But I yeah. know I think the problem is they they don't have honest friends. They're like, dude, you stink. <laughs> Garbage men smell, but once they work around that all the time, they're just kind of used to it. Oh, man. I I feel like it would take me a long time, but yeah, that, you, that's got to be true. And then there's just people who can't smell, too. Dude, like, like that's when I wish I couldn't smell at some conventions. And it's not just <laughs> video game conventions. Other conventions as well, they can get a little ripe. It can be a benefit in yeah. some ways, but then you can't taste either. So that's a big downfall of not being able to smell. <laughs> oh, this is getting so nasty. Well, how about we move into some uh, some final thoughts? Give our, our little uh, our, our one word reviews, which what's interesting is that this is nor- normally it's a you know, it's a it's a topic that. You know, like when we did a Superman episode, clearly I've got I've got a lot of a lot of uh, time invested in the topic. So, like, it's very easy for me to for me to come up with stuff. But it, it's a little tough with something like video game world records where I just have no experience. <laughs> like, it, it's all just envy. Oh, well, there you go. There's your one. Yeah, my one broad. review. Envious. <laughs> it's a very broad topic, too. Yeah, I I wish I wish I could uh, be more patient and more skilled. And, uh, and I would love to hold a world record, you know, video games or otherwise, like just finding some record that, that I could beat would be wild. I would love to see my name in print. Like, like when you, when you said that ginger that you freaked out when you saw your name, like that, I would love to have that feeling, but I, I think I have to, uh, just live vicariously through everybody else. Cause I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with, uh, inspiring cause this, like they said, there's uh you can just pick any random game. I'm going to go just troll the thing and see if there's any just really shitty game that like, you know what? I think I can do better than that. Just see if I can uh see if I can best someone on there. Yeah, a game where where it's it's not that the game is so difficult that people haven't gotten a score higher than that. It's just that no one no one's cared tried. to. Yeah. Yeah, I want to find some game that I have that uh hopefully no one no one <laughs> thought about yet. It won't be an impressive score, but it'll be mine. Right. Or find a version of the game that's tracked separately that like, say, if you're really good at Sonic Spinball, somebody's done the Sega Genesis version to like 99 million. But if you pick up the PS2 Sonic collection, maybe, Ah. maybe nobody set the world record on that version of Sonic Spinball. (laughs) Oh, shit. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Gamer hack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you get a thousand records. Yeah. Well, cool. Do either of you have uh, any final thoughts on uh, how you feel or think about uh, world records and video games? It was really fun. It was a fun part of our lives competing, and I'm glad that we did it and have the experience. It's kind of funny when you bring it up to people that you just want to casually play a game and they kind of get intimidated. And I'm like, I'm not that good (laughs) there's some games i'm good at but i'm not the best at all the games just because i have world records so just keep that in mind as well yeah i think i would use a single word description as competitiveness 
because for a lot of the records, just sit there and play one mode over and over. Like on the game uh, Burnout 3 on PS2, there's that crash mode where you just... Oh, (laughs) shit. Love that so So much. So awesome. I would sit there and just play one intersection over and over competing with this guy, Tom Duncan. (laughs) And so I would set a high score, mail it to him, and then he would set a higher score on it, mail it to me, and I'd verify his score and then play that one mode over and over again to beat his score and take it back. Yeah. And that's a satisfying one to watch, too, because that game was so fun. Yeah, I remember us just, just, I don't know, probably just smoking some pot or drinking some booze and just sitting there, you know, and just passing the controller back and <laughs> yeah. doing the exact same thing at a much lower level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, sometimes it would take, you know, like two or three hours just playing one crash over and over. By the time we got the scores bumped up in that, it was really competitive. But that was like the most fun setting world records was the stuff that went back and forth a lot. Like yeah, that. uh, that's in, great. And in, in a friendly way, too. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, you're not at each other's throat. You're just uh, one and up and a buddy. Yeah. Thank you very much, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games Podcast, Willie and Ginger, for joining us today. Um, do you want to throw out a plug, where, uh, let people know where they can find you? First, thank you for having us. Yes. Our pleasure. Yeah. You can find us on any podcatcher. We're definitely for headsets only at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, just search for Grand Rapidians or follow us on Twitter at Grand underscore video. Instagram, yeah, and that's Grand Rapidians play video games on Instagram as well. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I was I was searching through there. I don't think Ben's on. Oh, yeah, you're on the Instagram. Just yeah, not I as, don't. Not I, as much as me. It's installed on my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about the extent. I'll get a like from you once every couple I weeks. I need to post about our newest episode today. So. You and I both. <laughs> I've 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 gotten that. Do you guys have a uh, have a Facebook page as well? Ugh. No, no Facebook. No. <laughs> okay, we we won't worry about that. <laughs> Thank you very much, folks, for joining us today. If you want to let us know how we did, you can hit us up on uh, our email email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Uh, the social medias: Facebook Geeksploration, the podcast page, Instagram Geeksploration Podcast, or Twitter at Geeksplore Pod. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to Podchaser or Apple Podcast and leave us a uh, five-world record review. Why not? <laughs> uh, we've also still got stuff available at uh, shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. And as always, our theme song is Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And remember, a world record nobody else cared to set is still a world record. <laughs>